The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In this episode, Sienna and I are going to talk about how knowing your story around money can so improve your relationship. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hey, everyone. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I'm excited. This is the first time we're going to be talking all about this money topic. Right? I don't know. Okay, well, let's just start. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. First, we have to say if you can hear a background noise of some sort, it is our washer. It's our washing machine. So we're multitasking Welcome to our house. (sighs) All right. Okay, so we have, it is April. So happy April. And we have a date update for you all, like we said we would be doing, keeping you updated with how our dates are going. And we finally went to Farm Spirit. In one of the um, episodes from before, we had planned to go to Farm Spirit to celebrate Valentine's Day, but that fell through because we're too scared to drive in the snow. And then (laughs) (laughs) we rescheduled it, and we were worried because the day before there was a little snow, and even that morning there was snow. But we were okay, and we went. And it was fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. And it was so refreshing and nice to be able to have that kind of food experience without having to sit in hours of L.A. traffic or pay $20 for parking. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, wonderful. And... Well, okay, I'm going to share what was written in the menu. Yeah. Just to give you a flavor of why we liked this experience. So in their menu, they have a very short paragraph that says, Horticultural, the art of growing fruits, vegetables, nuts, grains, and flowers. We are thankful for all those farmers seed breeders, and other food artisans that gift us with their experience, their skill, and labor. To those who toil in the field to bring us this bounty, we give thanks. I love that. I really appreciated that. So Farm Spirit is an all-vegan restaurant Mm -hmm. that is by reservation only, and it's a prefix menu. Prefix, yes. Yes. And we had... About eight different courses oh, on that menu. You know what? Was it eight? It felt like more. <laughs> but anyways, it was just so, it was so fantastic. And you know that these people truly operate from that place of gratitude, as Toast just and mentioned respect. what she read. She read uh, that was located on the left side of the menu for that week. The me- they changed the menu every week. So that was there. And what I totally loved is that at the end of the night, you're done, and they bring you these cute little baggies with a note stapled onto it saying thank you and thank you, and they give you freshly made bread 
that you can enjoy the next morning for breakfast. Wish we did. How sweet is that? And they even had a, a gluten-free menu. So they made everything for my, my dishes gluten-free. Even my breakfast bread was gluten-free. And it's really surprising how, you know, when you go to these fancier type of restaurants, I mean, there's, there's not black tie or anything, but this is a restaurant where they pride themselves on taking great care with their food and creating mm-hmm. unique recipes based on whatever is available in season locally at that time. Yeah. And so it's, it's that type of restaurant where it's a big plate and small little itty bits of food on it, <laughs> you know, that kind <laughs> And it's pretty, and there's all different textures. And and you would think that with such small portions that it would not be filling. But for some reason, it felt like the opposite. It was more filling. Whether it was, I think partly it was because, you know, that uh, physical response of once you eat and then you wait. Then your body tells you, yeah, your body body tells you you're full. So I think that's part of it. But I also think it's because... You're being fed not just on that physical something's in your stomach now level, mm-hmm. but you're being fed in in some kind of spiritual, yeah. as, aesthetic kind of way. And the food made with love. Right. And, it's and a, even the beauty, like with your eyes, like what you take right. in and you're like, oh my God, this is so pretty. And then you take a bite and you're like, oh my God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. The, t- and the then tastes like, are different, and yeah. the way it's prepared is different. Yeah. Then you're like, and it's and all the various textures. Oh, it's crunchy, right. and then it's sweet, and right. oh my gosh! So, do you want to share quickly share what your favorite dish was, and I'll quickly share what mine. Oh was. gosh! Well, you know, I feel like pick one. Oh. The one I was probably the most impressed with was the very, very last. What was it? A rhubarb, or was it? What was it made of? That little sweet, that gummy kind of candy. It was part of the dessert section. Oh my god, the that very, was very so good! Right? I don't even know what it was made out of. Yeah, so so at the end of the so they give you the prefix menu, and then and it, there were two desserts, but there was actually a third one, which was just labeled sweets, and it was just an array of candies, and one of them was a gummy something, a, a berry gummy, yeah, whatever made it was. From... I think it was rhubarb. Made from some berries, and it's very sweet, and it was like, I don't know. Maybe huckleberry is... That's the other thing, is I wish that... I wish We're such geeks, right? So even though the server, who the servers who are fantastic, explains, you know, what they're serving you, I wish we had a little printout or card of what it was, because I obviously forgot what that sweet was made out of. Yeah, because that wasn't on the menu. Because it was just labeled sweet, right? But she yeah, did so tell good. us. Yeah, she did. But tell I forgot. Um, so that was your favorite. It was my favorite because it was candy, but it was made naturally by hand, not in a factory by some big corporation. Yeah, it was natural candy, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. just reminded me of what my imagination would be of pre-industrialized societies. Candy was like. Yeah. You know, and, and it just felt, uh, it felt cool. It felt like a connection to the past somehow, I guess. Yeah. So that's why I was most impressed with, with that okay. piece of food. So I was going to pick you? a dessert, but I think I will pick something from the main courses because they gave so many. Okay. I loved 
that mushroom. What what did they call that mushroom? Abalone mushroom? Abalone mushroom. Okay. I love that with the various sauces. It was so good. But I do have to say, because I don't eat meat or seafood, sometimes just I would have just these flashes of freak out <laughs> because I felt like the texture was kind of like it it was like maybe what Eating a stingray would be like a stingray, you like know a rubbery kind of. I mean, it wasn't scallopy type of, but it. But maybe because mine was shaped like a stingray. Did you notice that? So maybe mentally, kind of. But yeah. and and I'm here saying is my favorite dish, but it was delicious <laughs> yeah. with all the different sauces, mm-hmm. nettle sauce. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And you think maybe I don't like nettle? No, you might like nettle. Like mm. they just prepared it in ways that. You're going to like it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So highly recommend it. If you're ever going to visit Portland, check out Farm Spirit. All right. Okay. So on to the topic as advertised. Okay. Let's wait. talk about money. Now I kind of can't hear my... Oh. Okay. Sorry. We made some adjustments and... Okay. Let's see. Okay. Let's try that. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So now we're going to talk about money and, you know... There's so much to say about this topic. So I guess this will just be one of maybe several podcasts in the future, not this month, but in the future on money. Yeah. We just thought we'd share from our own relatively recent experiences. Okay. You know, it's a, I don't know what's going on with me today. Sienna's headphone volume. I don't think you're talking loud. It's just today. I don't know. Whatever. I'm fine. I'm not talking loud. Nope. Okay. Okay. So, uh... Okay, so we just have a few things we wanted to say about this. And one of the things is that, you know, I think almost everyone knows this is common knowledge that one of the top topics that couples argue about is money. Mm-hmm. That's common knowledge, sure. right? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And but I think m- probably everybody listening can relate. Yes. But I think what's not common knowledge is a reason as to why, aside from the obvious everydayness of having to deal with money every day, there is another reason why. And that has to do with the chakras in the body. Mm-hmm. So, and, and if you, if you're like, oh, they're going to talk about chakras, we're not really. So just hang on. <laughs> okay. So chakras are energy centers in the body. We have seven of them. And the second chakra, which is located right below your navel, is the area that governs uh, money, relationships, sex, well, all the heavy hitters. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. So, anyways, so money and relationships are located in the same energy center in the body, and because of that, they influence each other. So it's all mixed up in the same it is and area so and issue. So essentially, it's kind of the same thing, almost, right? Like they're so closely related. Well, you know, when you think about money, mm-hmm. money is relational. Money is right. a relationship. You know, it's you how have we. Your... It's one big way that we relate to each other. Absolutely. Right. So not only do you have a relationship with this concept of money, with the energy of money, every single day we. We deal with money. 
-hmm. We're paying for whatever we're paying for. You know, we deal with money every single day. But aside from just that, those broad concepts, we are, there's someone else on the other side of of the counter taking our money Mm -hmm. we're giving our money it's relational you are giving it to a business you're giving it to a person you know so it's money is all about relationships right you know so they're so intertwined Mm -hmm. and and it makes sense because of the the foundational fact that they are located in the same chakra center in the body so it's super important to be aware of your money stories. Yeah, and that's what we're that's what we're talking about in this episode. And it's similar, I think it's very similar to the concept of love languages, mm-hmm. which we covered in a previous podcast also. And the love languages are about different ways that an individual can communicate that they love somebody or different ways that they feel loved by somebody, right? Yeah. So yeah. for example, one of my top love languages is words of affirmation. So if Sienna gives me words of affirmation, like, oh, I really appreciate that you did the dishes or something like that, that feels like love to me. But I was giving her presents because I because that's one of my languages. So I was speaking my language to toast and she was just like, oh, thanks. Another present? <laughs> <laughs> well, not and quite, I'm like, but yeah, you'd get the idea. She doesn't like my present? Okay, anyway, okay. but continue your thought. But, but no, okay, so knowing your own love language, knowing your, pers- your, other, your partner's love language is so helpful because you can, you, you can see where they're coming from. And that is the same concept that Sienna and I have found has been so helpful when she and I talk about money and how mm-hmm. we handle money together as a couple. Mm-hmm. Because just like we have different love languages, we have different money, money stories. stories. Yeah. yeah. And it took us a long time to realize, hey, you know, it would probably be a good idea for us to press pause and stop and examine our individual stories and histories when it comes to relating to money. Mm-hmm. And the things, the things we discovered by doing our individual uh, self-reflection, journaling about our histories, becoming more conscious and clear about what those stories are, it really helped. Like we were able to share with the other what those stories are and we can, mm-hmm. and we're going to share with you a little bit of what those stories are, yeah. and it, it just so helped to have more empathy and understanding, and therefore clearer, smoother, calmer communications totally. about yeah. the decisions we we made and, and how we handle our money. Totally, because with that information, you're really armed with the tools for that deeper level of understanding instead of just being reactive mm-hmm. to what's happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it might be something like, you just don't, <laughs> I don't know, it might just, you know, like it might be me thinking that Toast just I, wants stingy. to save money. Yeah, yeah. like she just like, doesn't, 
where I want to be generous. And it's like, you're clipping my wings. Like, I don't know. Anyways, that sounds very dramatic. But <laughs> well, sometimes <laughs> it gets dramatic, right? It does. So it's, I'm, I'm sure that we're not the only ones. I mean, yeah, money's a Do you want to tell you a little bit of your money story? Yeah. So, okay. So here we are. We're going to share with you some of what we shared with each other. Okay. So. And again, this is just some of it. Because you guys, there's like layers. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's layers, layers that pro- I'm sure like, we don't even know about ourselves yet. But that's life. It's like geology. That's the, f- yeah. The, all <laughs> the, the strata. God. We're such cakes. <laughs> okay. So. So my life story when it comes to money is informed by the fact that I am the first child that my parents had as a couple. And at that time in their lives, they didn't have much money. They had to scrimp. And there, there's, the fam- there's a family joke about how my mom was such an expert at clipping coupons and just being so resourceful. She would save the cereal crumbs from, from the bags of cereal, and she would use those crumbs to make uh, fried chicken. So when we were served fried chicken, you would see the little bright blue and bright red and bright green little specks from the breakfast cereal sometimes. And that was kind of the joke. It's like, oh, that, that's how we eat. You know, it's like your mom is so, so resourceful. And that's, that's how like, it, that sounds fun. Yeah. And I think like fun fried chicken for kids. Well, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You know, and I remember stirring the powdered milk, the carnation milk and mm. all of that, right? Um, but the point is that in my most formative years, I grew up in a, a situation where if I wanted something, like my mom is strolling me in the shopping cart through the grocery store and I reach out and I point and like, I want this candy or something. The answer was always, no, we can't afford it sorry. Mm. Right. It's like, no, you're just going to have to do without that. And so that's how I grew up in my formative years of like, okay, yeah. that, all right. No, I, I, yeah. I'll do without and I'll, I'll be fine and it, it'll be okay. Um, and we'll laugh at our fried chicken. And then later on when my, when my, um, my brother was born, my parents were more well off, you know, like they, they were able to gain some more financial security. So the, the, then the joke became that, oh, my brother <laughs> grew and up. And he's so different. Yeah, my yeah. brother grew up under different circumstances in his formative years. So his tastes and his natural inclinations are on the more extravagant side when compared he's to luxurious. me anyway, right? <laughs> when compared to me. He has high class taste. Is that is yes, what they say? Yes, he likes the finer things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's part of my money story. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that was that it relates to my money story, but maybe is just just who I am and who I came into this world as, is that I just tend to be a more cerebral, intellectual type of person who enjoys reading books and exposing myself to new ideas, concepts, uh, frameworks. Things that are intangible, things that Mm -hmm. 
I, I can go to the library and borrow a book. Yeah. For. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So, so you're that's not, I think me. you're not so much naturally of the senses. You experience that in your mind. When you're I, reading, you get that nourishment there. Yes. Versus I think, like, oh, my God, this is so soft. And, oh, it smells so good. Or sparkly. And, oh, or, look at the. <laughs> yeah, I think I appreciate those things. But I yeah, think I do. equally or maybe more appreciate the beauty of a well-crafted essay. Or a. <laughs> Where or a, I want to say. Right, or an idea, the beauty of, a, of, of an idea. Because just just the other morning, in fact, I think it was just yesterday, I was making juice for us and toast was actually in the kitchen. And normally when I'm making our our juice in the morning, she's she's upstairs. And so she was downstairs and I went to grab the glass straws for the drink. And I said, do you like how I color coordinate your straw with your juice? And toast was like, Oh, I did never even notice that. Yeah, to be honest and say, I'm sorry. <laughs> Where to I me, did not even notice. for my senses and just visually, I'm like, oh, this straw would look, this monochromatic look. <laughs> it's so silly. But for me, that that feeds me. Yeah. But for you, you didn't even notice it. You're just like, oh, yay, juice. Thank you for making juice. Right. It's I, nourishing my cells. I noticed the, the liquid part of the juice itself and the color of that <laughs> and that it's healthy and fresh and that you did like you made this juice that's the part that i naturally notice yeah okay but so, so that's okay. me yeah. so that's me so and it's good for me to have that framework to understand how uh, toast was raised and what her first impression was about money having come from, you know, our families or whoever you were raised by. So for me, it was completely the opposite in the sense that now my grandparents raised me. They didn't have a lot of money. However, the way that they showed love wasn't through affection. They showed it through things. And I truly do believe that that's why one of my love languages is receiving gifts because that's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Um so for me, my experience was, you know, being three, four years old and being taken by my grandma to the jewelry store. And we'd be standing, we'd be looking at all the jewelry and she would take me to the emeralds because May is, uh, emerald is my birthstone. And she told me to pick an earring and I picked one. And I left the store with them in my ears. Like, it was just, I think I might have been three because it was like my, when my ears were first pierced, Mm. which was probably two, but it's so weird. It's a Filipino thing. And I can say that because I'm Filipino, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But so the way I grew up, there, there didn't, there wasn't a sense of maybe responsibility with money. There wasn't a sense of structure around money where it was like, you know, you save 10%, you you tithe 10%. There wasn't anything like that. It You never had to wait. It was immediate. You know, you want that, you get that. Um, so for me, I think I was raised, my money story has to do with if I want something, I just get it. And if you want to give something, you just give you it. You just give it. You just give it. So 
so for so you can see how me and Toast we have very different money stories. But like we've mentioned before in another podcast, one of the things that we inherently do as human and spiritual beings is you connect with a partner that can help you heal your stories. Just subconsciously and help you heal your wounds. It's amazing how precise we all subconsciously do this. Right. And it's yeah. a vibrational yeah. kind of puzzle match mm-hmm. that you connect with. Mm-hmm. And so even though on the surface it might look like wow, we're fighting about this, and wow, we don't agree with this. It is divinely designed that way because through the fighting, through the discomfort, through all of that, that's how you know, okay, there's healing that needs to happen here. Yeah, So, and just a deeper learning. I mean, we, like I said at the beginning, we finally kind of wised up and we're like, wait, wait a minute. Okay, so we've been having all of these altercations over money or not even it wouldn't even be blatant outward altercations they might just be these silent judgments of each other right like i'm thinking oh sienna she's not responsible with money oh sienna she's just i mean she's trying to be generous but my gosh you know like we have to watch and then maybe sienna on her side is saying is thinking man toast is just so stingy it's like she can't even give stuff to people right and that's just yeah and to me i'd rather and yeah so so one of the things i did with our budget was i moved all the presents that i knew i i wanted to gift for people that month i moved it all at the top of the budget and took it out of our budget so that that was prioritized and i was fine going without like you know whatever it was whatever compromise might have to be made um so but anyways, we, we, we have been working on moving from these kind of automatic knee-jerk... Snarky, snarky. ...judgments of each other, right, into, well, let's pause and, hey, tell me your money story so that I can yeah. understand yeah. where you're coming from. We had and, several meetings on that. And yeah. when we made that room for each other and really just took our time and took in the the perspective that the other person was bringing i feel like it really created some space and some calm and some mutual understanding uh, around this for us and we've been able to more smoothly and genuinely accommodate and compromise mm-hmm. with the other mm-hmm. and there's a deeper feeling of respect yeah, and it's that thing where like if you don't if you don't feel like someone's pushing you into a corner you're or not, judging you by the judgment, okay, pushing by okay. the judgment, okay. right? Mm-hmm. You're not going you don't feel inclined to push back cuz pushing back is a natural kind of reflex, right? Someone's pushing, mm-hmm. you naturally want to push back. Right. But if it's just more op- there's openness, there's mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. and space, mm-hmm. then you're more accommodating. You're more open to like okay, I guess I see where you're coming from. Yeah, and it's like, okay, you know, yeah, we can shift the budget to be that much. Yeah, it's not the financial amount for that gift that's important. It's, you know, I can find something that is thoughtful that doesn't have to equate to a certain dollar amount to show that we love that person. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so so we could go on and on and on about this because this is a huge topic. Yeah. But... But like, I think, what, 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 what? <laughs> because I love giving gifts. 
I know. And that's, that's like who I that's am. That's your love language. Right? That's, that's like one of your I top love. But then I realized too now that that's probably not necessary for people who that's not their love language. <laughs> right. Do you right. know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's, And it's not about, oh, well, it, it really is, oh, that's not their language. Okay. So maybe for them, it's a phone call. Mm-hmm. If it's connection and quality time, right? Mm-hmm. It's a phone call. Okay. But anyways, I know we got to wrap this up. Wow. Big it's engine going car. by. Okay. So, yeah, we just wanted to share that because it has been so helpful for us yes. to really stop and become more conscious and clear about our own money stories, yeah. about each other's money stories, and really stretching and growing, um, expanding our individual perspectives to mm-hmm. to ha- have that empathy of, for where the other person's coming from. It's really helped our our relationship. So even if you're not with a person, you know, where you're trying to understand their money story, look at your own money story and see if maybe you've just been on automatic pilot hmm. uh, with with certain habits around money. And then just know that whatever that is for you, you can totally change it if that's something you want to do. But you can't change it if you don't know what it is. Right. Okay. So, so know what it is. Okay. There you go. Gosh, yelling at oh, us. Sorry, now. I'm getting all hyper. <laughs> all right. Okay, thanks for listening. We hope you got something out of this one. And until next time, this, this is, is Toast. Sienna. Oh, oh I'm, mixed, I'm messing it up. That's okay. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. <laughs> there, we did it. <laughs> Telling you to love life and live free. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.